Am I recording this shit? Oh, hey, hey, this is Spooks McGee with the Late Bloomer Podcast. Just want to let you guys know that uh, I've been putting in work, okay? This is that inevitable 30-plus guy who has a podcast episode about fitness. Try to make it a little bit of fun. But on the air, I did a live weigh-in. And let's just say... Let's just say, let's just say that I lost a little bit of weight since then. Little bitch, little stupid ass bitch. Nah, um, real talk, I just feel like things are going to go the way that it's supposed to go, and I'm going to accept it. But there are things that I can control, which is my intake, the amount of sleep I get, the amount of food I get, the types of food I eat, the amount of water I drink. It's not fucking rocket science. So, I can say I lost about seven pounds since the last weigh-in. And I'm pretty proud because I haven't even worked out. I've just been going to work, increasing my steps, going really hard all day. And, you know, packing my lunches and not eating out. I mean, I can't even go to drive through. The other day I went to Sonic. Let me just go get a cheeseburger and some tater tots just see what the fuck is going on because I've been eating. I've been doing so good. Let me just go ahead and do that. You know what happened? I sat in that fucking drive through one car away for 25 minutes. You know what I did? I said, I'm going to give them 10 seconds. 10, 9. You know how to count backwards. But I did that. They didn't come. I said, fuck it. I left. And you know what I did? I went to Slutty Vegan in Jonesboro, Georgia. And I got me a motherfucking... What's the name of that thing? Sloppy Toppy. And you know what? I'm glad I did that. Because I felt... I didn't feel like I was dying when I woke up in the morning. Like when I ate that cheeseburger and the, and the chicken McNuggets from McDonald's. So, hope you enjoy the show, and I hope you enjoy listening to my fat ass try to breathe. Keeping it organic. What's going on, everybody? This is Spooks McGee with the Late Bloomer Podcast. I have the homie Nick here. He is a fitness guru. He has lost a significant amount of weight and has dedicated his life to helping others lose weight as well. Is that correct? Yeah, something like that. (laughs) That's a fair assessment of things. Okay, okay. Well, before we get into all that, I want to go ahead and talk about our sponsors. We have a sponsor, a new sponsor, someone who uh, we want to introduce to y'all. Nice couple of people called the Spiritual Stoners. If you go to thespiritualstoners.com, you can purchase anything on their website, whether it be uh, spiritual um, accessories such as sage and um, crystals, um, rocks that you need, uh, Florida water soap, um, you know, just basic merchandise, hats, coats, shirts, hoodies, um, you know, uh, anything, money, soap, whatever you need for your spiritual needs. If you're into a spiritual lifestyle, you're into alternative um, forms of rituals and things that can, you know, help to manifest different ideals in your life that you're interested in. Well, you need to go hit up spiritual stoners. Nice. 
if you go to spiritual stoners, that's the spiritual stoners, T H E S P I R I T U A L stoners dot com and type in the promo code spiritual bloomer. That's S P I R I T U L B L O O M E R at checkout. Then you can get access to the things that you need to be able to get going on your spiritual journey. That's the spiritual stoners dot com. With promo code Spiritual Bloomer. Also go to typicaldiv.com. That's T Y P I C A L D I V as in Victor.com. At typicaldiv.com, you can get fresh home roasted coffee. You can get incense. You can get strawberry basil tea. You can get a fire tote bag. And you can you can now not only get their things at the Fui Cafe or Fui Cafe. You can go directly to the location located at 24 John Portman Boulevard, Northwest Atlanta, Georgia, 30303. That's 24 John Portman Boulevard, Northwest Atlanta, Georgia, 30303. If you want to meet Div and the staff and watch them make honey cinnamon, pepper mocha, pumpkin Mm. pie, soda, matcha lattes, tea, apple cider, coffee, pumpkin spices. If you want to go and check out their fly fall menu, please go visit Fall We FWI at 24 John Portman Boulevard, Atlanta, Georgia, 30303. Tell them that Spooks McGee and the Bloomer Podcast has sent you. Anyway, I'm fat. I've I'm a new I'm a new fat. New fat. I I'm new to this journey. New to this fat. But before I start talking about myself, which is something I like to do more than anything, <laughs> let's go ahead and you know tell me about yourself, bro. What are you doing? What's going on in your life, brother? Oh man, just uh, busy out here, inspiring the folks, living life, just okay. trying to be awesome, man. That's the basics. Okay, that. okay. I see you and the wife on the IG flexing, taking photos at the restaurants <laughs> yeah. and shit. You know, looking fly, going to fly places, doing fly things. Yeah, man. I love That's it, bro. Awesome. I love it. It's a beautiful thing, man. It's a beautiful thing. I'm recently newly divorced. Mm, newly and so, divorced. yes, newly divorced. That means you're fresh on the market, man. I'm fresh on the market, but I'm off the market. Oh, okay. So I'm getting back into my, you know, head assery, as you will. <laughs> And, uh, you know, really just like, you know, back into the cup, couple thing. I, I was too, it, it took two years for me to really decide I was going to do it again. Mm. Um, but I, I really am inspired by what you guys, you know, do on, online. You know, showing black love and all that good <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. That's mostly her, man. She's buying <laughs> t-shirts and all that <laughs> So, yeah. Anyway, um, tell them who you are. Tell them what you do. Tell them what, what's going on, bro. Word. Well, uh, yeah. My name is Nick Evans. If you haven't uh, heard of me, I am... A certified personal trainer, certified. Certified, bitch. Yeah, definitely have to get certified. You know, it's, <laughs> and we'll, we might touch on this later, but there's a lot of these folks out here in the industry who like, you know, don't get the education, and then, you know, we're not talking about like experience with work and things like that, you yeah. know. But uh, I feel like if you're going to invest in your craft, you should invest in education, and right, certifications right. is a part of that. Right. Know? I mean, isn't there like a liability issue too, like legal? If you're not yeah, certified. it depends on. So I'm gonna be honest. Like online training is crazy. You don't have to be really. Yeah, you know, it depends on where you're at and who you're dealing with. I'm not gonna make a blanket statement out here. Right, right, right. Being like, 
But it depends. Insurance isn't as important with online as it is with in person where you're actually with the person, you're touching them, you know, they could get hurt in your presence, you know, doing certain things where more as anything online, you know, in America, at least it's the liability country. You are at your own risk. Sign them waivers and you go to the gym, baby. Right, right, right. So (laughs) if you break yourself on some equipment, that's the the, the gym is not held liable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, So Nick Evans, the certified fitness coach correct certified fitness coach certified how long have you been doing this uh i have been a nutrition coach because really my whole background is nutrition that is the strong point that is where my whole mission is because i believe in america truly people have forgotten how to eat they don't know how to eat you know and i see it every day so been about a year and uh going on two years now i got my um started working on this in december 2019 so december 2019 December 2020, 2021. So you're gaining on three years now. Mm, Yeah, yeah, it's getting close. Wow, wow. So um, I can tell you about my experience as far as what happened and how I just basically fell off the wagon, so to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know how big this wagon is to hold my fat ass, but... (laughs) (laughs) Um, So it was a combination of things. You know, being in a workforce that requires a lot of sedentary mm. situations where I was either working in a call center or sitting in a car driving for 10, 15 hours a day yeah. and once and maybe getting out of the car to walk around the house and then go back in the car was pretty much all the steps that I would get. Um, fortunately, my girl, like I said, I'm, I'm on my uh, head assery shit. So my girl has helped me invest in a watch that's tracking my thing. And so I wasn't able to just say to you, hey, I need help. I was able to actually send you the data. Like, mm-hmm. here's all the shit that's been happening to me for the past week. Like, it's pretty, it's pretty great. And so I'm noticing that a lot of sedentary, a lot of sitting down, a lot of Netflix, a lot of, you know, fatty foods, a lot of drive-throughs, um, a lot of uh, sad depression, not wanting to get up, a lot of, you know, just sitting in the house, eating and watching TV, or eating and making a beat, or, you know, because of I, I'm in the, the production, I would sit down mm-hmm. making beats after I worked for 10 hours, for the next five hours, making beats. You know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you get caught into like a spiral or some kind of like, I would say, hmm, I don't know, it's like another dimension, bro. It's like time just disappears. It's like you time travel. Yeah. Once you sit behind that machine, next thing you know, the sun is coming up and you got to go to work. So it's a combination of that, my ambition as a producer and a songwriter and trying to you know, balance work life and family life and all this shit and still try to find time to produce product projects and you know create albums and do these things where i wouldn't get enough sleep on top of being sedentary on top of being sad and depressed and the, then uh, you know all of that compiles together where i'm having trouble and then i break my leg mm. and then my wife leaves me mm. and then i'm sitting there with a broken leg you know not being able to that's my excuse to not work out yeah and I, now I'm a divorcee and I'm sad and lonely and I'm eating McDonald's and all kinds of bullshit that I shouldn't be eating. So it, it became a process and it all happened over the span of about seven years. Mm, okay. So that's what happened to me. And so I went from roughly about, I would say my, my, my weight was fluctuating around 170, 180, 190, 195 to 
a gaining on 200, like a one, maybe like 198 gaining on 200 was probably like the biggest that I would be. Uh, I had a little pouch, but I wasn't big. I, I was pretty slim, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but right now, I keep on fluctuating between 260, 265, 275. And my justification for being so big is, well, at least I ain't 300, nigga. <laughs> you know, I ain't, this is Sparta, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and as long as I don't hit that 300, I feel like, okay, I'm, I'm hanging in there. But I've never gone, like, way up past that. Kind of just keep fluctuating between those numbers. So you can tell us what happened with you as far as, like, why you lost grip of your own physical health. Uh, for me, man, shoot, I will tell you, it was really ingrained since birth. You know, I'm from uh, Indiana. I've lived all over, but I was raised in Indiana. Where's that? Because I'm not really good with geography. <laughs> Midwest, man. Mid- oh, oh, so y'all eat barbecue and shit, huh? Uh, lots of barbecue. I, mean, I feel like that's more of a southern thing. But yeah. We do eat lots of barbecue. I was raised on grains, man. Grains, sugar, and barbecue. Uh I can take one if you got Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But go ahead. I don't want to interrupt the flow. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Seriously, like, um, (laughs) health culture is not really, you know, it's becoming a thing in the Midwest, but it's not big, you know, especially in the 90s. Mm, Okay, okay. We see, you know, know, comfort food. That was just everyday stuff for us, you know. That wasn't like a Sunday thing. Were you well off when you were growing up? A middle class. I wasn't well off. My only child to a single mother, so my mom hustled for every little bit she has, and... You know, at first, we were just kind of, you know, average, middle-class family. Yeah. But, you know, she hustled up, and we done well. So you Okay. Know. So did you eat a lot of oodles and noodles? And no, nah, like not at all, man. I mean, so you so had this full is the thing that, This is what I never understood, I'll tell you the truth. And yeah. some people, this is the modern thing, you know, it's convenience. Uh, my mom cooked every day. Okay, you know, okay. Just every day. But that's yeah. how her And my family's did, from the you know? West. Uh, where are your family from? Are they, are they in Indiana, Plan- Kentucky, man. Oh, so they're all American. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, my family's from the West Indies. And so we cook, cook too. We chop yeah. vegetables. Like, like, I know people who don't even chop vegetables. They buy vegetables already chopped. So yeah. they throw it in the food. Like, you can't cut an onion, bro? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's the wife, yo. And she uh, always makes fun of her. I call her, uh, she cuts her onions like blasphemy. <laughs> Yeah, cut the onions, cut the garlic, cut the carrots. It, it's just you. you this is what mm-hmm. you do. Yeah. Um, but day, now yeah. it's like everything's prepackaged. Everything is shake them uh, seasoning. Yeah, and it's mostly just advertising. Dehydrated seasoning. I see them commercials on TV for. Uh, yeah. I think it was Hungry Man. Right. 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 Tell my mom, like, get the Hungry Man. She's like, I can make this at home. Yeah. Right. Half the price. Right. What's wrong? I got McDonald's you? at home. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, so you guys were eating good in the neighborhood. Um, and, but what what were the foods that you were eating? I, and this is why I, I go a lot back to just being raised in the Midwest. And this yeah. was, you know, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It was like white rice, mm. you know, just like meatloaf and potatoes and mm. stuff like that. Fried chicken. Sounds great, but like every single day for 18, 19 years. And sweets. Lots of sweets, you know. Um, Debbie cakes. Yeah, you know, and like homemade sweets and donuts. Like, I mean, a lot of people know me as the donut guy. Like, donut king. That's culture in Indianapolis. Yeah. I'm not, I'm, there's a whole city full of people just like me. Dunkin' right Donuts? Nah, fuck. Oh, Dunkin Krispy Kreme? What y'all eat out there? Krispy Kreme's all right, but it's local joints. There's a oh. bunch of local joints up there. Okay, there's okay. Taylor's Bakery. There's Long's, oh. which is the world's greatest. You said Long? Long's Bakery, baby. Okay, okay. Yeah, West Side. <laughs> okay, Indianapolis. But yeah, man, um... You know, a long time of eating like crap, the standard American diet. Did you guys eat vegetables with your meal? 
Barely, especially to this day, my uncle man, he man potato and if it salad. Wasn't overcooked, right? You might have some potato salad or some boiled to death spinach, but that, yeah. that's about it, you know. Yeah, that's one thing I noticed. Like, you know, they overcook the vegetables. They they they, they, they cook the corn. It's going to be really soft. Yeah, we ate a lot of corn. Indiana's a corn state. Yeah, they, they cook a greens. third of the corn in the whole world yeah. is grown. In the if state they cook of greens, they're cooking it for five, ten hours. Yeah, until it's soggy, soppy mess. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's not getting like if I cook greens nowadays, I actually like that bite back. Like if I cook broccoli, I'm not overcooking the broccoli. Mm. I'm sautéing it up a little bit, but it still kind of got a little bite to it. Yeah, know? yeah, exactly. Um, spinach, greens, lettuce. I don't. I, I still want it to be a little crunchy. You know, mm-hmm. it's not just eat it straight raw. But um, yeah, um, I, I, I make an effort to try to have a vegetable on this, a greeny leafy mm-hmm. vegetable, like green peas or sweet peas. But yeah, so you're saying as you when you were growing up, that wasn't a thing. Not really. Nah, it wasn't big, you know, at all. Like, so as you as you got into adulthood, your cravings for things that you wanted were all fatty foods, high... Uh, well, yeah, and it's still like that. That's natural in humans, man. Yeah. You know, that's something I don't think we're ever going to break, because that's just natural. You know? Yeah, that's yeah, just yeah. what you want, you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for real. But so at what point control. did I had, you I think you were out of control? I had health issues, you know. I was like... Huh. A lot of things started compounding when I was 22, 23, you know, like... What? I, I was started like, having health issues at 23? Yeah, all type of shit. Like what, all pre-diabetes? Type. And what Probably. Was- I never really got diagnosed for right. that, but I definitely felt like I was on the way there. It was more so just, um, you know, I'm short, you know, I'm 5'6", so <laughs> yeah. I think at the heaviest I was 225, which, Oof. you know, for somebody 5'6", that's, that's a little bit of weight. Yeah, yeah. And I was 18 when I was that heavy, and then yeah. I stayed around 205 for years. Were you an athletic kid? Not really. I, I played outside every single day. I'll right. say that much. But no, I didn't. I played basketball in elementary school and soccer. When I was little, yeah, like all that sugar they was feeding us, it went to work when I was five, six yeah, years yeah, old. Yeah. But 12, 13, 14, yeah. nah, man. I was playing video games and stuff right, like that. Right, right. You know? So, okay, now that we're fast forward to the present day um, and me being a fat guy now. I have to weigh out my options as far as like, what's the reason? Like, okay, so I don't smoke a drink. I don't really like do a lot. I'm not really into sweets like that. Mm-hmm. It's more so maybe just like fat, like fatty foods, like burgers, rice, bread, pasta, sugar, uh, like that kind of sugar, but not like straight up sugar. Like I would eat a donut or a cake mm-hmm. every once in a while, but it's more so like fried chicken or, you know, greasy chicken with like yeah. fatty, like the, the, the dark meat chicken or, or, you know, ground beef or, uh, or that kind of stuff. Um, so I, I started to think to myself, well, what's the reason for me to not be fat anymore? I'm, mm-hmm. a, I'm a musical artist. Uh, I could change my name to Big Spooks and just embrace, <laughs> Big Spooks. And just embrace being fat. Or I could actually do something about my appearance. So mm-hmm. that was one thing. One of the main reasons why I wanted to lose weight was because of my appearance. I'm yeah. an artist. I'm a pre- I, I have to present myself as such. And I can't be a fat slob doing that. Mm-hmm. And that's no offense to people who are, over, or, who are on the heavier side. This is my personal preference. I do not feel comfortable being this weight, you know? Um, and so I understand that there's an image thing. Yeah. But that was one of the things. But then I thought, okay, well, now that I'm divorced and I'm fat, is it because I want to appeal to the opposite sex is it because i want more women to like me well that didn't change either yeah like women like heavy guys too yeah yeah. so okay being fat didn't stop me from getting women okay being fat doesn't stop me from being an artist because Mm -hmm. 
I could shoot things from the waist up. I could do tricks with the camera. Yeah. I could do all kinds of ways to make me look presentable. I could wear tighter clothes. I could put a fucking Spanx on in the video. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? So, so I, I don't, I don't have to lose weight uh, because. Um, I, I'm, I'm not getting attracted by mm-hmm. women. I don't have to lose weight because I'm an artist. And then I got to go, well, okay, what about my health? Well, I don't smoke or drink, so I do blood work and it comes up good. It looks good. You might be a little overweight, but you don't have high blood That's pressure, good. high you know, sugar and this and that. So you're good. Okay, so what's the reason to lose weight? Is it just for my own personal thing or is it for a long-term effects? Like if I don't straighten up and fly right in my 30s, by the time that I'm 60, it's going to be some shit. There we go. And that's It's a trade-off. Thing, you know? Yeah. I think and it's, it's no and this I'm glad you asked this dude right. like it's serious. It's it's normal. Like we got to stop fighting ourselves as humans our natural biology like I said with the fat and sweetie Fats and sweets, you know. Yeah, but there's it's a lot natural of, we want that because yeah. in nature, yeah, if we found that meant that meant we were straight. It's but the fruits and vegetables today, taste really sweet. Now they got they got know, sweet fruits, things, but I mean, you know? like I've had uh, pineapples and apples mm-hmm. and watermelons and uh, there's so much great grapes. Um, you know, the, a fried plantain, maybe not fried, but a, <laughs> a banana. You know, there's so many things that can appeal to our sense of. Sweet, mm-hmm. cra- that that craving yeah, of sweetness. That's the thing, man. That's where they get us. But the thing, like, um, you know, when you want to lose weight, it yeah. has to be, it has to be bigger than you. I always say this because anytime it's like you're just doing it for you or for your like your own image, it never works. Like I've noticed that, like, or for your wife, or for bit. your girl, or for your friend, yeah, it, it has to be for bit, yeah, yeah. If like if you don't think of it as like like you're saying like a future thing or like a perform my whole thing was performance. I got addicted to performance because I was like, yo, I lose this weight and I feel better and my knees stop hurting. Oh, and I can work harder. Yeah, and I can make more money. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you're working yourself to death, and your your whole purpose, like your motivation for getting more fit is. Because you want to make more money to work to death. To Honestly, work. that is where it started, yo, with the live event industry. I didn't touch on that, you know. I, yeah. I still do. Uh, I'm huge in the live events. I'm pretty big in the industry nowadays. Yeah. Although I'm working on building other avenues and stuff. Yeah. That was what like really drove me to go serious in the gym. Cause yeah. it's like that. It's physical, man. It is a physical business. Yeah, and that's one thing that I noticed when I started to gain the weight was that. My level of performance was really a lot harder, and I could and I couldn't really move around on the stage yeah, a lot. Tougher, I ran know. out of breath really quick, and um, I mean, I still was able to do my thing, mm-hmm. but it was definitely a challenge um, to maintain the stamina to perform a twenty-minute set. Like even that was hard, yeah. you know. Um, and so, um, it's interesting. It's interesting. So, what I want to know for you. When when you what, what when was the day that you looked in the mirror and was like nigga that's it man it is many days and I still have those days I had one this morning yeah I ain't like shit last night bro <laughs> like I looked in the mirror this morning I was like hey all right bro you can't be eating Waffle House two nights in a row right. at midnight but sometimes it's like that that's why I say you yeah. can't beat yourself up but 
have to have more good days than bad days. You know, yeah, I had two back to back bad days the last two nights, but the week before that, I was on point. Like yeah. every and you're doing day. the high levels of cardio that make up for all the calories. Well, the well high levels of activity. We'll say that. Okay, you know, okay. um, definitely yesterday, last two days. You know, building some big stages. Yeah, and you work in a field where you're you're doing a lot of building mm-hmm. uh, up high and having to balance and, and temporary construction. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's it's a lot of physical stuff. So that mm-hmm. keeps you going. Yeah, um, but yeah. then on top of that daily work that you do, you also do a, what thirty minute hour workout a day? No, man, it depends, dude. I'll tell you the truth; it depends on how I'm feeling. Like I love the gym, I love working out. That's been my um, my it's my therapy. And yeah. I can't quit doing it. And I'll tell you, it's like you said, you know, when was the day that I had a bunch of days? But I'll tell you, I uh. I started this habit in jail. I got locked up for oh, two weeks okay. and wasn't nothing to do. Like, I used to hang with the homie. You know some of the guys from my old circle. We yeah, used to yeah. just hang out and do drugs. That's what we did, <laughs> dude. Like, yeah. that's what that we did. That also can make you gain weight, too, because then you get the munchies. Oh, and, yeah, man. And, and, and I was just sedentary. bad. Yeah, yeah, sedentary, eating like crap. You know, when <laughs> yeah. you're super at high night. at 4 a.m., yeah. yeah. you're going to... Waffle House yeah. and like like I was talking about Waffle House last night. I'm conscious about my choices. I actually went for the healthiest thing on the menu I could find: yeah. a grilled chicken sandwich, you yeah. know, and stuff. But back in the day, no, nah, I'm getting the hash browns with the cheese and the extra right. this and that. So uh, I'll tell you, man, it was like when I got locked up and my mind cleared. I was like, okay, well, I can work out, and they helped me meet guys in there, and it helped me get taken care of, like the guys who would look out for me. I was only in there two weeks. I'm not trying to make it <laughs> like a year. They do a hard time and shit. Yeah. yeah, no, but they looked out for me, and that yeah. was what they did every night. Right. They went and shit to do. Right. And they'd be like, come over here and do these push-ups. I feel like, like doing two weeks of jail food can be a good cold Oh, turkey. and there was that too, man. Yeah, I, I was in jail for a, for a stint too, and it's it's the worst. It's like You don't want to go to jail, bro, just simply for that it. food, man. Yeah. And then if, you're gonna, if you want to eat something that's going to make satisfy your cravings, you're going to have to spend a lot of money on commissary. Yeah, and to it's buy noodles and some Noodles sausages. and sausages <laughs> and, you know, cakes and all that yeah, shit. And so buns, you dude. get tired of that shit, and you start to go, well, now it's time. This It's food. Am I, am I eating to survive at this point? Yes. Mm-hmm. And is it not... Like you said, you're going to go to um, a, a restaurant, mm-hmm. you know? It's like, well, we always connect eating with social shit. Yeah, Thanksgiving yeah, yeah. is coming up, you know? Ooh, and we're about it's, it's the day that we're all going to get together and eat, and it's, it's, a, it's a family thing. Mm-hmm. And we're t- that's tied to us. You say comfort food. It's tied to us, bro. Yeah. So how do we break that habit of eating as a social event rather than just eating to stay alive? So you have to have this thing. And this is for me, and this is... For anybody who's busy, I'll tell you that in my performance coaching business, yeah. it focuses mostly on, you know, busy professionals, business owners and stuff, because yeah. that's who I am, and that's the people I can help the most. And I'll tell you, for us, it's um, staying busy, dude, because if you're not busy, you're going to be bullshitting, and you're going to yeah. go find a way. So it's, it's a combination of things. You can't just stay busy, because that's where, you know, like you were saying, uh, convenience is king, especially if you're sitting in your car all day and you see that McDonald's, man. You see mm-hmm. that Burger King. You're like, oh, I don't got time to stop. I don't got to, you know, I got to do this and grab a sausage biscuit or whatever yeah. and keep rolling. So where it comes, you have to combine being busy with being prepared, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And when you're prepared and you're busy, like, I'm super on point 
usually when I'm working and I'm prepared because I'm going to bring a lunch every day. Yeah. I'm going to eat the breakfast I need to eat. And then when I come home, I have a little bit of room to breathe. Yeah. So that's what I noticed for sure is, like they said, meal prepping. I'm not a meal prepper. I hate meal prepping. But I'll at least try to do one to two meals a yeah. day four to five times a week. Just being prepared does right. so much. So what know? I've started doing a lot at work is uh, because of COVID and because of the people quitting their jobs. COVID. <laughs> COVID-19. <laughs> COVID. Okay. Because of COVID, there's a shortage in workers yep. in the food field. People are not fucking, they like realize, man, once they get that stimulus check, I don't want to be no fucking. Oh boy. You know? And so it's really bad. If you go to any drive through, the lines are going around oh, the yeah, fucking. Yeah, nah, it's the whole country, man. It's, it's crazy. Horrible. It's like. Look, so I'm so like politically, I'm more so in the middle. I grew up left, and I couldn't yeah. be right, but I'm like in the middle nowadays. <laughs> people are gonna say I, I, I say some shit that sounds like, "Did you vote for Trump?" Hell no, I didn't Trump. vote for Trump. <laughs> but every once in a while, like the the stimulus and yeah. all that shit is crazy to me. Yeah. How people are like, "Well, I'd rather get unemployment than go to work." I'm yeah. like, if that's a little hard point, I get it. I had to do that last year when live events disappeared. I had to ride unemployment for a little bit, but yeah. right when them shits came back, I was like, "Nah, I can make." more money working yep why do i want to but also when you're actually wild. working and you're doing something you got a task and you have a day you, got a you purpose. feel you have a purpose you feel your, your 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 emotional state your mental state is better people be hating on mcdonald's but like i worked there for two weeks it's like my first job and like yeah. uh the management ladies the little short mexican ladies <laughs> who run them shits that run every mcdonald's across the country yeah them ladies have a purpose and they taking care of their family they yep. they proud of that 12 yep. 13 yep. i guess it's 17 right and once they become managers, no, they're they gonna make you know thirty, forty k a year. And then like they that. can franchise. I know a family that did that. They can franchise and own that McDonald's. All right, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Exactly. And come exactly. in as you know those little notes on the on the receipts that say on the uh, coupons that say for participating locations. Some of them don't participate in none of the uh, deals. They just go, hey, we're independently owned. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. Um, but the reason why I mentioned that yeah. is if you go to Burger King, if you go to Chick Fil A, if you go to Popeyes, if you go Popeyes. to McDonald's. Wendy's, you're gonna be in the food line for at least thirty minutes. Yeah, it's crazy. Like it's wild. Yeah. So because of that, my job is a time based job. Mm. I gotta get fifteen stops in during the day. I can't be sitting in a drive through mm. for an hour to get a cold ass cheeseburger. So what I started doing because my girl's really into Aldi. Okay. Um, getting Aldi products, and I only really want to eat a couple of things. I want to eat some bananas with peanut butter. I want to eat uh, some tuna fish. I want to eat some oranges, apples, and I want to eat oatmeal. And maybe I'll have like some wheat crackers or something. Mm. So I, that's really all I eat throughout the week. And then I drink coffee, you know. Um, but the problem is that while I'm snacking on these things all throughout the day, trying to keep my metabolism going and just eating small little portions like handful of nuts, you know, all these little things, you know, scoop up some tuna. Like, that's what I actually like and I've actually wanted. Like, I don't be like, damn, I wish I could have some fried chicken right now, a cheeseburger right now. I don't care for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I um, – every morning, like, without fail, I be, I've grown into a habit where, yeah, I can't get through the drive through But because I work early in the day – I could pull up to a McDonald's or a Wendy's and I could get a, 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 a biscuit with some sausage, egg, and cheese, a coffee, mm. and a hash brown. And I would do that every single morning. So I'll eat the sausage, egg, and cheese, coffee, and hash brown every morning 
And then I would, throughout the day, eat those things that I mentioned. Eating little snacks. So it, it kind of helped. But how do I, I wanted to eliminate all fast food shit. No, no sausage, egg, and cheese in the morning. Two boiled eggs, piece of toast, maybe. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Some, co- some coffee, that's it. You know? Um, so uh, the meal prepping was something that actually became more and more possible because I had yeah. no other choice. Yeah, I had another. I'm not. I can't go to fast food. Not only can I not afford it, I don't have the time to sit in a fucking line to eat some shit that's gonna make me feel like death. Yeah, you feel like garbage dude, after you. After eat I eat the shit, shit dude, I felt like like okay. So I've been doing what I've told you because mm-hmm. all the fast food places is full. A couple of days ago, I decided, hey, let me just go see what this uh, yeah. McDonald's hitting on. So I got two double cheeseburgers, mm. two whack burgers from Whack Arnold's. Ooh, whack Arnold's. That's from the Bert of Dave Chappelle shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I got a 10-piece nugget. Yeah, that 10-piece, uh, the chicken pasty, fried chicken paste nuggets. Dude, <laughs> I was sick for two days. Oh, man. I, my head was pounding. My, I kept farting. I kept farting. Yeah. Gas. Head pounding. Tired. Fatigue. Could not get enough sleep. Could not get enough water. I don't know what it was. About it, it was high sodium. What? It's all of that, man. They put so much crap in that, and that's the thing is, it's not food anymore. It's food-like products. They put so much stuff in. We can get into a little bit about why that is, but they put so much stuff in this food. Most of it is just to make it taste like food, and that's the thing is, it tastes like food for thirty minutes, and then for the next day or two, you're like that. That wasn't food, dude. Like what? It, it felt like food, yeah. but my head says, "Nah, that was poison." It was like, yeah, because yeah. it was, dude. Like that's, it's crazy, man. Like yo, the fries got a hundred ingredients. Fries should have three ingredients: potatoes, oil, and salt. Man, how you get a hundred ingredients <laughs> in them things? It's crazy. So. Now that you and I have decided to give this a try, mm-hmm. what do you think that we should do uh, to follow this? So, like, right now it's November 4th. Mm-hmm. If we come up with a plan and, and meet back here to do another podcast in uh, in two months, you want to see what, what, what happens based on your results? Yeah, I mean, there's always, there's always a few basic things that okay. people can usually do, but the key is always finding out what... Because there, there's usually a roadblock. There's usually something that somebody's doing that's holding them back. Okay. And that's usually, once you figure that out, mm-hmm. you try to at least attack that, that's yeah. usually where all the results come from. So are the are the tactics individualized based on specific needs for a person? Yeah, or is it pretty customized. Okay, it's customized. So when you do a client, how do you start customizing what they do? Well, I do a couple things with when I work with people, man. For one, we do like a qualifying call. We get together, we talk, and we're like, okay, is this person qualified to, for one, do the program? Are they in a good spot mentally and financially? You know, if they are, all right, cool, let's move forward. If not, you know, and I don't even mean if they're in a good spot. Sometimes people just don't, you know, they're not looking for coaching or whatever, but they were interested in having a conversation and that's cool, man. So, you know, right, I right. talk to people all the time, dude. So 10 minutes of my time, it's nothing. If you guys so want a free all 10 minute just, call, you post you a picture of you, like look at my results and they go, Hey, what you got going on? They hit you on the inbox. Yeah. Yeah. I do 90% of my business conversations through Facebook messenger. Okay. Okay. 
Yeah, most of it's all through Messenger, messaging people. But we do a little bit on Instagram, LinkedIn, email, and word of mouth, talking, just talking. But, you know, when we get together, we'll uh, talk about the program. We'll figure out what person likes to eat, yeah. what they don't like to eat, um, you know, what their family situation is like, their work situation. And we figured all that out. And then after about... It's about usually it takes like two weeks. We formulate a plan yeah. and then people get in a groove, you know. Okay, and once okay. they hit that groove, boom, life changing results. Get in the groove. For real. That's the thing though. People don't understand is you gotta get in that groove, so, man. My grandmother used to say, Olin, habits are bad habits are easy to make, but hard to break. Ooh, they're hard to Take break. Take care boy. of your habits that your habits are good ones. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Pat. But I have developed bad habits that are so extreme that I literally don't even know how long it would take for me to break those habits. Like, real talk. And thinking about the work that would need to be done to break those habits, just thinking about it drives me. Overwhelms you. Yeah, Yeah. you're like, yo, I don't want to do all that. Right, right. So I was thinking that we could weigh me and, Mm. you know, I could document what's going on with you. Mm Mm-hmm. Would you be interested in doing that? Yeah, yeah. All right, let's see. Let's see what. Let's see how fat a nigga is right now. I wait. All right, should I take off my shoes? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, man. Take off the shoes. Man, I yeah. these high tops. They're hard to take off. It's man. cool. <laughs> I hate how they do this when you go to the doctor. They just weigh you with all your clothes on. Yeah, and should I take off my hoodie too? Day. My jacket? Uh, it probably weighs a good like couple pounds, man. All right, all right I'm gonna take the jacket off. Let's see. We want to get it as honest. Bucket yeah. naked. <laughs> all right, here we go. So right now I'm about 5'10", something like that. 272. Is that bad? Pretty bad. It ain't good, man. I am am technically obese, right? Me too. Let me see. Let me see. What is the... uh, I'm overweight now. I'm actually not obese anymore. I used to be. Okay. What does classify as obese? What? Uh, Over 29 BMI. Well... How do I get my BMI? Do I- uh, it's your height divided by your weight. Uh, you can just look up a chart. Look up BMI chart. Okay. BMI chart. BMI. I'm on BMI. You got uh, publishing? You, you drop music at BMI? Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I use ASCAP. Which one do you use? Yeah, BMI, man. Uh, <laughs> um, we're going to have to work on some music, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been. You years. still do music? No, nah, it's been years. I uh, I just do it for fun now. I was playing my guitar today. Okay, well, I wanted you to maybe play some funky licks on my album, bro. That'd be dope. I love doing that. That's yeah, mostly yeah. what I've been doing. Okay, I yeah. me Trump and play. Yeah, some, yeah, please. Some licks on his yeah, name. please. Yeah. You know, we got the space to work. You know, I got everything you need. Nice. Um, all right, so BMI calculator. Uh, no, nah, just look up BMI chart. Screw a calculator. We don't need all that. Bro. Okay. <laughs> we don't need all that fanciness. That's another problem in modern day, man. Everybody's like, let me get the most. There's an app for that. Nah, man. So, yeah, just look up a picture. 
All right. Super so. easy. It just takes a little bit of work. Oh, come on, bro. Afraid. Yeah, everybody's afraid of the work. Computer, what's my BMI? <laughs> let's see. Uh, let's get a good picture. <laughs> I don't know that one. Right. It'll load up. Let me see. Let me see. I don't know what's wrong with this one. I know it's 29, though. We had to learn that to be... Um, personal trainers anything over 26 for males so you're saying that me being 272 510 511 ish yeah you'd be much probably i don't know it's probably if i had to guess uh-huh it's probably around 31 mm-hmm. maybe 29 all right i got lowest. a chart come on chart it's a it's very small yeah man that's the only thing i hate about looking up images on google you know? yeah you little tiny images <laughs> And then you got to read an article to find yeah. it. I think they have a directly go to this image link. We can just need to. Yo. What the fuck? Come on, Google. <laughs> Bitch ass Google. Oh, hoe ass trick ass Google. Wait, hold on. Open image and new tab. Life hack. Boom. Okay, so five eleven. And two. You said. Oh, I think. No. I'm not even on the fucking chart. Wait, hold on. Well, yeah, it does. Okay, all okay, so five eleven. Yeah, it's gonna be over thirty one. Fuck yeah, thirty thirty one. So, am I morbidly obese? Technically. Hey, <laughs> see, morbidly obese gang. But I also don't like BMI because it doesn't account for muscle. If you're heavily muscled, it adds up extra. Right. I don't like that shit. Right. I'm, I'm overweight by BMI. Yeah. Oh, damn. And I used to be, I was clinically. But muscle yeah, weighs more than fat, that kind of shit. Yeah, exactly. BMI right. don't account for that okay, shit okay. at all. Computer, turn up volume to eight. Computer, what classifies as overweight? No. I guess you do. Here's something BMI I found out. Computer. According to the new data. Be quiet. A BMI between 25 and 29.9 is classified as overweight, while yeah. over 30 is deemed obese. Yeah. Computer, what is morbidly obese? Hmm, I don't know that. Computer, mm. what is morbidly Boy. obese? Morbidly obese is an adjective usually defined as obese to an extent See. that is life-threatening. Okay, so I wouldn't be considered morbidly obese. Mm. I'm just a fat nigga. And see, this is the thing, you know, I'll tell you the truth with like people and it's cool. We're optimistic, which we're just naturally optimistic. Even the most pessimistic person is naturally optimistic. If your eyes are foggy, then you're misty optics. Yeah. So most people are like things are worse than they appear, but we're real good at like sitting in a burning house. We're good at that. This is shit. fine. Yeah, yeah, we're good at that. So I'm sitting in a burning house. My body time, is bro. fucking breaking down all the time. my body is rejecting all the choices that I'm making and I'm not doing nothing about it but you know it's easy to fix a lot of things you know it, it ain't easy <laughs> it's easy but it ain't easy the work ain't easy but the tactics and the strategies often is it's, it's like simple just mm-hmm. stop eating this you stupid fuck it's so then that. But what about body love, uh, type? Some people are just heavy. Oh, fuck that! I hate that body type. Shit. Hey, look, <laughs> I have people that I know in my life that are just naturally large. There, there's truth to it, but you can so like I've I've been all three body types in my life. Okay, so, that's what I'm saying. There's truth to it, but it's it's not end all be all. Okay, okay. It's a, often you know you can you can if you fuse the ectomorph and you sit inside for a week and eat pizza every night, you'll probably turn into endomorph. <laughs> <laughs> or mezzo or whatever right, right, it is. Right. Okay, okay. So, um, 
overall, the thing is, we're, we're starting a journey today. Uh-huh. Today, I ate the wrong things. And this is the last day. Because for lunch, I had a sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit on mm. Texas toast. Mm, Texas toast. Sausage, egg, and cheese on Texas toast. Bacon, egg, and cheese. I made it in-house. Oh, okay. Bacon, egg, and yeah, cheese on like Texas, Texas toast, toast. With, with butter. Three eggs. Love butter. Ooh, yeah. Three, yeah, three strips of bacon. Two slices of cheese. You eating good. Yeah, in the neighborhood. Um, but I can't eat that for fucking lunch. Yeah, that's more like a Waffle House, too. I, I ate it because I was like tired. Yeah, Waffle House. <laughs> I ate it because I was tired, and I thought that if I ate something, like, heavy, that it would give me enough energy to make it through this whole thing because I only got four hours of sleep. Mm, I got you. <laughs> so, n- no more sausage, egg, and cheese. No more uh, bacon. No more uh, cut back on the rice, the bread. I, I actually am not fiending for pasta like mm-hmm. that nowadays. I used to be a pasta head, but I don't really fuck with pasta like that. It makes me feel like... <laughs> All right, so lots of um, healthy fats. So this is the thing, man. It, all it is is learning how to focus on like a whole food thing and then balance stuff out. You know, like okay. it's not like I got to completely cut out bacon. I can't eat bacon no more. But, you know, maybe not eat as much or if you're gonna go do like a low carb thing yeah eat all the bacon in the world just don't eat as much of the bread and the rice you know what I'm saying it's learning how to balance so it's more so about balancing how much your calories you're intaking and how much energy you're exuding in relation to the amount of calories at the end of the day that's everything it's pretty much I won't say everything I hate that actually sorry it's 80% of the equation is calories in calories out we can't ignore hormones of right. course, we might have to fix hormones or things like that, which nowadays a lot of people do have to balance some type of hormones. But at the end of the day, yeah, you got to burn more than you put in. Yeah. But you got to make sure you're taking care of your metabolism, things like that. And that's what I focus metabolism? on. Metabolism? Uh, my clients. Yeah, metallicaism. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I focus on with my clients is really fixing metabolisms and getting people in a state where they're healthy and can keep it up for years to come. You know okay, I mean? okay. So it's not just like... Knock off the weight, feel a lot better because I dropped 20 pounds. It's, I'm about to change the whole lifestyle. Like everything I do on a day-to-day basis is about to change. How much sleep I get, how much food I eat, the types of food I eat. Yeah. And it's all going to change. My, my, my pantry is going to look different in three years. Yeah, you know, shoot, pantry looked different next week. I had a guy, man, he literally went in his kitchen and threw away everything that didn't match up, you know. Mm-hmm. And he did great. He lost 40 pounds in three months, and it's, it hits me up. Like, Damn! With a six-pack, you know, he we worked together just for four months, and he still hits me up like, yo, man, I almost got a six-pack now. It's like, damn. It all depends on how dedicated you are. Like, right. I had another guy who went from 358 to, I think he's at like 280 damn. now. And that was after about nine months. 358? Yeah, yeah, he was, uh, he, and he had diabetes. This is the thing. The biggest one is we reversed his diabetes, so. That's, that's awesome. And he did the work, you know. I don't, you know, I just come up with the plan. I'm the guide. I'm like the African dude dude in the bush then you're the safari cats you know there to see the lions i'm like i'm here to let you see the lions without dying right 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 so um i feel like overall uh, it sounds so cliche every nigga that's over 30 that's doing a podcast is gonna do the episode about fitness gotta do the fitness episode and um oh you know Fit, the, the, the things that's killing black people more than cops and racist people and each other, black on black, is our diabetes, heart disease. I'll tell you the truth, man. It's you're 100 percent right. Like, yeah, it's it's 
It's not just black people too. Of course, you know I'm gonna be honest. Poor people. I hate this. I'm I'm black first, of course, always. Yeah, but poor people, right? I die. People in general. I mean, we're all poor. I see people when they reach a certain level of fame or or success. They start to slim down. They they start to look. Their skin starts to glow. They're eating better food. Look at little baby. They're eating better food. Look at little baby. (laughs) Is anybody a little baby fan? Go back and look at little baby when he was fresh out of Mechanicsville. Yeah. And a a terror to society five years ago. Now look at him now, skin all clear. Yeah. Look at Gucci walking around with a gun for no reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Gucci man's a great example. Yeah, Yeah, like I, I think that. That being in a certain uh, place as far as the status, uh, um, not status, like uh, class, it subjects you to certain things that are going to make you eat things that mm-hmm. you don't, that you aren't supposed to eat. I feel like people of higher level are, are getting more accessible to Ooh, fresh, yeah. better food on a daily basis. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's food so expensive with inflation and this and that. I mean, you know, if you, you know, living in, you know, a less than whatever you want to call it neighborhood and you on section eight or welfare or whatever have you be i don't know why circumstances but you're not trying to get a whole bunch of steaks and stuff like that you're going to get noodles and rice and the cheapest cereal you can find because you're trying to feed a family you're not worried about nutrients and this and that yeah, yeah. you're just trying to survive but that sets people up for a long life you know i grew up middle class but it's still middle class we ate you know white rice and you know Toasts and stuff every single day mm. for breakfast. So yeah, yeah. doing that over time built up horrible habits. I, I thought about this today. So I've been doing like an on and off keto thing for about three years now. Yeah. Great results. I lost. I had already lost most of my weight, but I was stuck at like one one seventy five, one eighty, and I couldn't get shredded. And then I went keto and I learned how to get shredded and really build. This is where I got you know this this body that everybody's talking about. Like, dang, bro. I'm like, it, well, it came through keto and all of this, but. Yeah. I had a couple. You don't drink butter, do you? (laughs) I used to. No, I ain't a butter chugger no more. Stop (laughs) chugging butter if you're on keto. I don't eat the whole pack of bacon. Eat half. Stop with the whole pack of bacon butter chuggers. Okay, okay. Yeah, man. Um, what uh, I really noticed, at least, was uh. I had a couple bad days, right? Like, I, I, tough days at work. I got off late. Did, like, 12 hours. Worked real hard. I got off late. One note and opened up a Waffle House. So I go to Waffle House. Do my thing. I come home eating. Today, my face broke out. I ate a bunch of sugar and stuff. My mm. face broke. Eczema broke out. That's one of the reasons I eat healthy is because I got things like eczema and stuff I dealt with yeah. my whole life and yeah, got yeah. better. So, I noticed I broke out this morning, and I was like, dang, you know, even though I've been really on point for the last three, four years, I've still lived more of my life having bad days. Right. So I got a lot of catching up to do, but I'm still willing to do the work. So today is a good day. Going to stay on point and we're going to stack up more of these days than we do bad days. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's like the biggest thing, man. Um, We're all at a disadvantage, honestly, when it comes to like food and what they've been teaching us in America with health, Black folks especially, but everybody. with Like with COVID, man, with COVID, one of the biggest things with COVID that's killing people is you got diabetes or like heart disease and you catch COVID, you're going to die. Like there's a big chance that you're going to die. Like that is bad. But if you healthy and you catch COVID, it's like a cold for 90% of people who catch it, you know, or you might have a shitty couple days, but you're going to be fine. But if you in bad shape, you know, and you catch the COVID, like, that shit could take you out. And that's what's happened to a lot of people. And I knew when this first broke out in America, 
I, I was already like, yo, this shit's, man, we gonna get hit hard. And then, boom, mm. it did. So, I definitely believe that, man, if we can all, as a people, and this is all people, black, white, Latino, whatever, Asian, take care of yourself and really look out for your health, and you can you can take over. You could take yourself way beyond what you ever thought you could. Yeah. And but, not just, like, physical, but your mental health really does improve. Yeah, yeah. You I feel mean, better, I you gain more serotonin. And anxiety and all of that, yeah. man. I mean, you sit in my room and cry, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't do that shit no more. I go to the gym, do some push-ups. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about fat shaming? Man, I think the whole culture, I'll tell you the truth, just because, you know, I want people to really recognize this, the pussification of America and pansies and things like that. Yeah, there's fat shaming. You get fat, people going to make fun of you. That's life, you know? Yeah. Like... I'm short. People talk about me being short my whole life. I get short jokes every damn day. I don't say you're short shaming me. Yeah. You know, it's a part of life. I can't. But you get have taller. to admit that there like, are people who are subject to severe ridicule mm-hmm. because of their size. Mm-hmm. And in fact, shaming can have a mental effect on a lot of people oh, uh, yeah. as well. Negative. Definitely yeah, negative. negative effect. So I wouldn't encourage people to make fun of people that are overweight at nah, all. No, if you make fun of people, if so look, 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 I'm gonna say this. So if you do get made fun of, okay, all right, fuck those guys. Lose weight. Yeah, but I get the jokes all the time. If you're the one guns. who is making fun of, it's just poking fun, you know, yeah. especially men. That's what we do. We, yeah, we joke yeah. and we make fun. But I remember one time way back when uh, I was probably like 18 years old. And I was walking around in a tank top and uh, these girls walked by and they were like, mm, put a shirt on. Fuck y'all. <laughs> like, if you're one of those people, you're not, you're making people feel horrible. You're not encouraging. You're not just poking fun to make people laugh. You're taking things to another level that doesn't need to be there. But, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of actual fat shaming in this society, if you don't want to be fat shamed, you don't lose some weight, you know? I'm not going to make fun of you. I'm going to help you out. I'm going to yeah. help you get there, you know? Yeah. I think it's all about personal preference. If you feel in your heart of hearts that this is the body that you want to be in, then more power to you. But yeah. if you feel uncomfortable with certain aspects of yourself that you can improve by working out and doing that, then do the shit that you need to do to make you feel better about yourself. And that's where I'm at. Um, I've, I've not been this size my whole life, so I'm not comfortable. I don't know how to dress in this size. I don't know how to, mm. how to walk in this size. I don't know how to carry myself in this size. And I don't feel like myself when I'm this size. So my personal preference is I got to do something about this shit. Mm, yeah. And that's where you gotta you gotta get to that point where you're like, nah, enough's enough, enough's enough. I've been living like this too long. Yeah, it's gonna be hard, yeah. but I gotta do something. I was saying that the only thing that's really gonna motivate me because of all the things I mentioned that aren't motivating me is the idea that if I get a diagnosis and the only way to fix it is to start losing weight, then maybe I'll I'll get tired. Yeah, <laughs> if the doctor tells me that's... if you don't do this, I feel like that should be a service. That should be a service. They should have a fake doctor tell somebody that. Oh man, if you don't lose 20 pounds, you're gonna die. And then the person goes, What? And then you start working out. <laughs> yeah, everybody's waiting for that moment, man. And I ain't gonna lie, that happens a lot. For men, especially men, it kind of just takes that little slap in the face. For me, it was the jail thing. I was in jail and I was like, Dude, like, 
Which was on Hamburglar or something? Was funny. Oh, man. I wish. Nah, <laughs> fucking Georgia and drug charges. Bro. Yeah, yeah, Stop yeah. doing drugs, kids. No it's drugs. But all you rappers out there promoting this <laughs> drug life, bro. I'm cool if people want to smoke a little weed and do a yeah, little yeah, drinking. You know, enjoy yeah. life. But, man, God, y'all leaving pills alone. Man. Yes, yes. Leave so, them alone. So that kind of stuff was like a wide, a rude awakening for you. It so. was, dude. It was a rude awakening. And I wanted more out of life. I was like, this can't be it, dude. It just can't be. And it's crazy that I was able to find that through yeah. fitness and diet it really was able to find a better way of life you okay know? yeah well 272 yeah man no, that's, on the that's the official that's the official number that's, that's time stamp uh, 5345 230 272 pounds let's see where we at well you want to when you want to meet again you want to meet um march Let's see. February. What, March 6th. Is that... What, 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 we're in November. November. So that's about four months. Yeah. That's a, that's a good amount of time. You want to yeah. do want to do another pod in March and, yeah. and do a follow-up episode in March? Yeah, let's do a follow-up. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and write that on the calendar so we don't forget. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Get you some things to work yeah, with. Yeah. And then we're going to make it happen. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put the information for him and his... Per, his um, uh, fitness. I'm gonna put that in the link in the description on the podcast mm-hmm. episode. Instagram, baby. His Instagram and his website. You have a website? I do not have okay. a website. I used to run uh, um, a website and I just haven't set it back up. I'm gonna tell y'all websites are dead, guys. For uh, yeah, honestly, websites are dead. I don't even have website. I, I just do a funnel or use yeah, social media. I just get. I just use GoDaddy to buy a domain name and link it to my. Yeah, socials. same, same. I got an email. If y'all want to email me, uh, I'm Nick at IdealMuscle.net. Ideal can- Muscle. Yeah, idealmuscle.net. Okay. Um, you can uh, you can hit me up anytime, man. I love to have conversations. We can talk. You can, uh, you know, man, get you on a, a path to success. That's really my whole my whole deal, bro. Like, is um, really teaching people how to perform better in life. Because I I was like, I knew there was more in life when I was a kid. I was like, I'm gonna be a superstar, and I'm gonna take like every kid. You yeah, know? yeah. You, you gonna be the astronaut? I and then. Adolescence happens, especially as a black kid in yeah. Georgia. <laughs> like, yeah, adolescence happens. It gets tough. You get a few run-ins with the police. Your teachers tell you ain't gonna be shit. Okay, I'm not. I'm not gonna be a rapper. I had one teacher that told me I wasn't. Gonna <laughs> well, screw that guy. I graduated right, in front right. of his face. So, I feel like when you really work for it, that's the secret. The American dream, and this is why. Uh, people from other countries can come here and take over, man, is because they're used to working harder. Dinette. They're used to coming from a place where you got to struggle to make $200 a month, man. So when they come here and be like, yo, Americans is lazy. They don't want to work as hard. We can come in here and set up shop. Yeah. And if you work for it, you know, and put your mentality in the right place and have the right attitude and make the right connections and treat people right and give back. The more you give back, the more you'll make and the better your life will be, man. <laughs> I like it. I love it. I want some more of it. So I went ahead and I'm putting on the calendar for uh, March 1st, 2022. Nice. Will be the day that you and I will link back up and see what's going on with the, nice. with the progress. Now, um, I really appreciate you coming yeah, through. Brother? 
You see, are you, are you people's ready to go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to go pick up the wife. She, she want to hit up Cheesecake Factory, you know, for black folks and in Atlanta. That's whew, high class. We was just talking about it. So now you're going to have to go extra hard for the next rest of the week, huh? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm actually, so like I said, I had a couple bad nights diet-wise. I'm actually going to make a smart decision, get a little salad and maybe some teriyaki chicken. Oh, okay. That's so another gonna, thing, man. You don't got to go all out. Yeah, you can go out and be man. social, but you don't have to eat the junk. Yeah, and this is the thing, too. I'll tell people. Before we go, you know, yeah. um, my homie, uh, well, the big, the big homie, ain't my homie, David Goggins, the big homie, David Goggins, Goggins okay. you know, OG Goggins. Yeah. He has a chapter in his book called "Being the Only," and I was talking mm. about, I was thinking about this yesterday. Being the only is when like you're the only one, like he, when he was one of the only black kids in everywhere he went because he goes places black people don't go, <laughs> and he talks about that a lot. He's like, man, I'm the only black dude here, like yeah. shoot. Yeah. But it freaks people out and it gives you an advantage. So when you go out with your friends, so I'm the only fat nigga. Yeah, go out and get get the salad with the grilled chicken. Right. See and how you, your you might encourage you. them to do it too and be like, you know yeah. what? I probably won't eat the fries. Let me just get a salad. Or they might make fun of you and eat their fries. And, you know, that was something when I first went keto. People People used to make fun of me, like, oh, this ain't keto. I'm like, cool, bro, enjoy your honey button. Like, what does that got to do with me? And that's what you can you can have a lot of power over people and yourself when you can do that. So that's that's all I'm, um, my advice on that is you don't have to go all out when you go to restaurants. Or you can. Just, you know, just know you don't have to. <laughs> Nick Evans. Yes, sir. The man, the myth, the legend. Yes. Goat in the making. Guitarist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. MC. A little bit, you know, I, I can I can handle the mic a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Fitness uh certified fitness coach. Certified fitness coach. Thank you for coming to the Late Bloomer Podcast. Real quick before we go, mm-hmm. um, let's go ahead and put your phone on shuffle on uh, your music app and let's see what you've been listening to lately. Oh man, uh honestly, dude. So I only listen to three genres of main music. Okay. We got, we got hip-hop, which uh-huh. is mostly trap and shit like okay. that. Uh, heavy metal. I okay. love the heaviest of metal. All right. And jazz. Okay. And lately, I've been on a trap rap. Okay. Uh, so what's the top five songs that you've been bumping lately? And we can, right, we can right, leave we can on that. It's right here. We can right. leave on that. I can name them right off the top. Number okay. one. Number one. Uh, rest in peace to homie Big Nip. Uh, all get right, Nipsey Hustle. Get right, Nipsey Hustle. Yeah, okay, right there. If you they go out, and make a million dollars. Listen to that song. That's oh yeah. Oh yeah. Number two, uh, we gonna go with Trap or Die with Jeezy. I okay. drive through okay. Atlanta traffic a lot, right? And that song is the spirit of Atlanta, especially right. when you in traffic. All right, right, right. right. <laughs> Number three is Running by Twenty One Savage, Metro Boomin. Okay, okay. They're banging that a lot. Twenty One's definitely up in his. his I, I, I see him making moves, and he's just scary. I like listening to <laughs> scary dudes. Twenty One Savage is scary. Bro. Right. Uh, speaking of Twenty One Savage, bank account. I've been jamming bank account. Okay, a lot. one, two, three, four, yeah. five. Yeah, M's in my bank account. Okay, okay, like, um, okay. That was look. That was four. Let me see. Number five. Number five. Number five. Uh, What's your man. big workout song? What's the jam that's gonna get Boy, you? Boy, uh, the heaviest of metal. Like I said, workout. It doesn't matter. System of a Down. No, man. Even um, deeper than that. Yeah, uh, Parkway Drive. Parkway Drive. Favorite. Okay, so you went to that heavy. heavy yeah, metal. yeah, super heavy. The screamo, uh, the lots of dark metalcore, man. Metalcore. That's, okay. that's my favorite. That shit gets you pumped. Oh yeah, I want to destroy the world. Slipknot, uh, Lamb of God. Nice. Yeah, man. I, I, okay, set, okay. We're setting PRs if Slipknot comes across okay. Pandora. Okay, so if PRs. you're doing it and you got the, the Slipknot going, you're just like, oh, oh. oh yeah, we're setting going. PRs. I mean, did, so uh, Slipknot. 
just finished their last tour, Not Fest Road Show. Are they beefing with my MGK? <laughs> yeah, yeah. MGK's beefing with the lead singer, which is hilarious. But their last show was in Phoenix, Arizona. Are you trying to go? Two nights ago. Oh, oh it, was, it was two nights ago. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wish, yo. I, I actually got the setup for them when they came through it. Nice, them nice. Yeah, yeah, you I do live stage them. stuff, sorry. Mm, yeah, yeah. They're, they're a cool band, cool guys from Iowa, Midwest. Right, I've right. met a couple of them, real cool guys. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, so they had to stop their show in Arizona short because uh, the fans started a bonfire in the mosh pit and it got 30 feet tall. Yeah, Slipknot fans are nuts. I'm a Slipknot fan, but I ain't that damn crazy, all right? <laughs> How are you going to start a bonfire in the middle of the show? Yeah. <laughs> All right? <laughs> That's wild. But well, yeah, yeah. My friend is also a rock guitarist, so we got to do a jam session one yeah, day. Yeah, I'd love to, Like, bro. having the two guitars, and then I'll do the MPC drums. Yeah. Instead of, like, the live drums, do it on the MPC. Yeah, yeah, Kanye. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll make it work, man. Nice. We'll make it work. Um... Thank you for coming, bro. Thank you for having me. <laughs> so we'll see you Spooks in about three months, bro. Yeah, 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 man. I got some things for you. Definitely okay. that'll work. You're already on, on the path. So <sighs> Here we go. Keep it up, brother. Here we go. All right, Peace. y'all. Peace. We did it. Yeah. That was fun. I like doing podcast. This is the second one I've done. Okay. Yeah. Mine is a, a little more real. Keeping it organic. Okay. Peace.